Hi, Joe. Wait, wait, let's start again, because, <laughs> let's do it again, because I, I had something I wanted to say. Okay. Hi, Joe. What up, dog? Uh, what up? <laughs> you really, you... <laughs> yeah, because you know what? I figure every time I say hello, Mike, I always hate the way I say it. So now I'm trying to come up with my own catchphrase. Um, real quick, this is uh, Catching Up. I'm Mike, that's Joe. Uh, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. And each week we call one another and we just catch up. So there you go. That is correct. How have, how have you been? I've been pretty good. Like I said last week, you know, I went vegan starting Wednesday. Yeah. Well, I went vegan. Well, no, no, no. I guess that's Well, I've been vegan. I've been vegan since Wednesday. But it's supposed to be like this healthy vegan. But uh, I'm doing it with some friends of mine. And then they had to go away for the weekend. And let me tell you, when the cats are away, the mice will play. So wait, did you did you stay vegan over the? I weekend? stayed vegan, but let me tell you this: as as you would know, as someone who's been vegetarian, mm-hmm. uh, chips and guac are vegan. <laughs> so yeah. I, I was eating very crap vegan. Well, food. when I went vegetarian, this was years ago. But when I went vegetarian, I got super healthy and I lost like a couple pounds, and I was eating like salads all the time, and then. At the end of it, basically, I was driving through Carl's Jr. getting a hamburger with no hamburger patty and french fries. And that was what I was eating. And that's – how is that good for you? No, it's not. I knew a guy who was vegetarian, and he just ate a bunch of cheese all the time. <laughs> Everything was cheese on it. I was like, oh, well, you might as well not be. But, you, yeah, you can be vegan and unhealthy. Totally. And uh, I was over the weekend. I mean, I did a lot of stuff. I don't know how much of it interesting. I went to a comedy show on Friday night. My friend Shannon, I, well, I used to be a stand-up comic. And so my friend Shannon still does stand-up comedy. I have another friend who does stand-up comedy. They were doing a show together. So I went to go see the show. I laughed so hard. It was so funny. But it made me think, I think I want to start doing stand-up again. Wait, well, why did you stop exactly? Just because it was too much of a hustle? Like No, 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 no. It's, it, here's the deal. Is... Stand-up comedy, the, the, t- the time when you're on stage is great. It's the time when you're not on stage is just horrible. Stand-up comedy, stand-up comedians, there's, you know, there's that whole, like, I wouldn't say myth, but there's that image of the comedian as, like, the sad clown. I wouldn't say that they're any sadder than anybody else, but they, they I will tell you what's weird. They, they're kind of terrible people. I mean, you have your friends, but then you just meet these comedians who are very, very strange and peculiar, just terrible people. And so there was that, and it's not necessarily the hustle, it's just, you have to get people to go to your show, and you have to write new stuff, and work on new stuff, and it was one of these things where I just wanted to take a break, it was, well, I'm, I'm going to take a break um, for a little bit, and then it just turned into two years. I had this amazing show at the Irvine Improv, and it was just the greatest show ever, and I was like, you know what, this is a good note to go out on for a, couple, a little while, and then it's been two years. Hmm. So anyway, but I've been thinking about going back into it, but just, you know, even thinking about the horribleness of it all. I, but I, I think I'm going to do it this time. People have been asking me, a lot of people have been asking me, so I think I'm going to do it again. I think so you anyway, should. I support that. Thank you. So that but that was that. So that was Friday night. Saturday night, so my cousin, I have a gay cousin who's literally a week younger than I am, like seven yeah. days younger You've than You've already I am. mentioned that on here. So he had gone to see this uh, drag queen um, named Dina Martina. Have you ever heard of her? I guess she's uh-uh. famous. Uh uh-uh. uh. I had never heard of her. He goes, You have to see her. So he bought me the ticket. We went to go see her show. She was only in LA for like two weeks. And so we went to this, like, it's in Silver Lake. Now, Silver Lake is like this old school gay uh, part of LA, like super hipster now. 
And we went to this like restaurant that looks like it just hasn't changed since the 70s. And it looks like the, the people who go there haven't changed since the 70s. But it was cool. I kind of liked it. But the comedy show, she was really funny. But they had like maybe the most uncomfortable chairs of all time. And I'm not one of these people that my back hurts for any reason, said the guy who's been to the hospital because his back hurt. But um, my back was really bothering me during her show. So I liked her at first, but then as my back hurt, I, I wanted her show to end. But you know what? Here's the deal, though. As funny as she is, she did like over an hour show, and I think it's hard to pull that off. It is very difficult all by herself. Yeah, and you know what? That's the thing with these campy drag queens is, yeah, she's all by herself. Um, the campy drag queens is campy is only funny for like five minutes, you know, 10 minutes. Can you imagine seeing an over an hour of just pure camp? Did you enjoy the full hour? You're saying I did, but that's why I'm saying my, my view is tainted because my back was hurting. So I just wanted the show to be over because I'm not even joking. As soon as I stood up, back pain gone. Hmm. So it was just me with the chairs. And then last night, maybe we'll talk about this more. Not last night, yesterday. Um, a couple of people that you and I know, Alex and Kate, came over for a visit. We had a little mm-hmm. brunch here at the house, and oh, good. Uh, I had I hadn't seen them in forever. And they we, came over we, together. No, no, no. They came over separately. Alex has a new girlfriend. Alex and Kate used to date. Yeah. But now they're just friendly. But um, we used to be really good friends like 15 years ago. So it's weird. I mean, do, do you have those friends, Mike? Where like you were so close, and it, it could be 15 years, and then you see them again, and it's just like no time ever passed. Yeah, well, maybe not 15 years because I'm not quite as old as you, but yeah. I ew, do. ew, <laughs> ew. And it, has, and, and it hasn't been 15 years with me and Kate now. It's been like 10. Right. No, I, I understand that, and I have it. I think, I mean, you, I, Ju, I think Julie's that, that friend for me. When I see her, we're instantly, like, talking about old times. Julie and I used to work at the same place Joe worked at, so, right? Yes, yes, that is true. So, so yeah, I, so, did so, yeah cook, I had. Did you cook for them? No, you know what? It's funny that you say that. That's how I got them to come over. And so Saturday, I was like, "Hey guys, why don't I make some brunch on Sunday and you guys come over?" But then I woke up Sunday and I was like, I'm "Making them fucking brunch." <laughs> so I was like, "I was like, hey, I I made up this lie that I was drunk and hungover and didn't want to make brunch. I couldn't make brunch." So they just brought over like muffins and stuff like that, and I went and bought some stuff. Okay. But I I made nothing. Well, yeah, because Alex brought over muffins, but I didn't, I didn't eat them. Oh, okay. No, I'll tell you what I had that was vegan. Yeah, this is vegan. I had some crackers, and I'm girl. I had must have been like four Bloody Marys. That's vegan, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh. You got your tomato juice and liquor, and liquor, and a big celery stalk coming out of the glass. Pepper, pepper, horseradish. Shame. Shame. That's very vegan. <laughs> Good. Um, my week was pretty uneventful. I had um I told you that I was What a great podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that I was gonna maybe go out with that younger guy this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, what happened with him? So we we did he called and he said he wanted to go to the farmers market at the ferry building um on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we did. And we just kind of walked around and talked and had lunch, and it was very uneventful, mm-hmm. but in a good way that, I mean, in a in a way, it was kind of eventful in that it kind of sealed the deal on what I talked about last episode, and there is a good chance that he might be listening right now. Oh, he listens to the podcast? Well, he listens to my other show, 
and oh. he's like a couple weeks behind because he told me he just listened to one. And a couple weeks ago, I started talking about this one. So, oh, that's funny that you say that. I've been thinking you could save me a lot of time and just tell me what you talked about in your old po- other podcast. <laughs> because I saw one that said like the death of Alex, and I was like, oh, yeah. what happened? And you I have like, to listen to it. The recent the. The most recent one that I put out a couple of days ago is called the the death of Adam Chavez. You should listen to it. No, just tell me now. I have you here. No, now. that's a different podcast. Why would I do it twice? What some would call lies is the name of your podcast. Yeah, what some would call lies. I did actually just um, the other week also tell the story of Carly. Remember Carly, my old roommate? Yes. And how she lied. I just, oh, you you said that? Yeah, I told I told all the lies. Joe was <gasps> there. Joe was there for like a good portion of them, and he heard some of the ridiculous shit that she would say. I had like a compulsive yeah. liar roommate. Remember, she was like buying beef jerky for her boyfriend in the overseas or something. Yeah, I I kind of remember that. Now I, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but I let me tell you this: my cast this podcast. How long have you had the podcast for? Uh, what someone call lies? Yes, like, about I mean like over a year. Okay, I listened until I got mad at Mike. Until I got mad at you, Mike, I listened every week, right, in October, so up to October 2012. Mm-hmm. Waiting and waiting for you to mention my goddamn name on that podcast. You never mentioned it. Now, according to you, sometime between October and now, you've mentioned it. I'm sure your name has been mentioned, yes. It's not like the Joe Batance episode, which you want. Yeah, 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 <laughs> because you'll do like... A 20-minute episode about the time you bought a crayon. And I'm like, why isn't there the... Why isn't... True. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, there's no Joe mentions at all? It, there are mentions. Okay, here's what, here's the deal. You require backstory. You require, like, explanation. I can't just... If I start telling people, I have this friend and every year... He has a contest where you have to call him on his birthday, and the order in which you call is the order in which you are his friend for the following year. That doesn't make sense to people. Like, I have to explain the like the elaborate lengths you'll go to for a joke, and it's it's more than just explaining the Francis. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but all right. So 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 what happens? So this guy listens to the what someone call lies. Yes, he does, and he and he mentioned that he heard. Uh, an episode I did like two weeks ago and he just started a new job. So I think his leisure time and podcast listening is down. So there's a good chance he might catch up on catching up. And I mean, I didn't say anything that wasn't true. I just feel like I am interested. I cannot. Oh my God. I do you remember, do you remember how you told us how you're going to call the police on him? What? (laughs) You don't, you don't remember that? I don't understand what joke you're trying to set up here. Because he's obviously going to start with this episode first. Oh, yeah. I and you didn't, you didn't tell him about the blog you have about him? <laughs> Stop. Okay, so that's that. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I feel it's safe to say that like he's not in dating territory anymore. And <gasps> if he hears that, it's okay. We just, I mean, we had a great time, I think. Let me ask good. you a question. Yeah. Let's say he wanted your underwear. Would you let him have it? If somebody asked me to if, that they wanted a pair of my underwear, there's a good chance I would give it to them, yeah. Joe, I'm not upset that that underwear thief stole my underwear. I'm upset that he took something of mine without asking for it. This is going to be, like, we should rename catching up to underwear thief because that's all we talk about. 
you know what, remember, okay, I'm not going to tell this story, but I was sort of dating a guy for three days, and it ended because I was texting somebody else on Grinder. That guy that I was texting, he texted me yesterday. And he said? What's up? Oh. <laughs> but, but I texted him back. Okay. And then he said, I'm going to the gym. I'll call you after I get back from the gym. And then he never called me. The only reason I bring that up is because he's really young as well. True. Speaking but he has, an, he has an ass that won't quit. I think I'm going to quit Grinder and Scruff and delete all of my, like, I have an OkCupid profile. I'm going to delete that. They just make me feel like a bad person. I got rid of Grinder a long time ago. Why? And Scruff. What's um, the reason? Because you know what? I, I turn into a person I don't like on Grinder. Because on Grinder, you have to at some point make choices about who you're going to talk to and who you're right. not going to talk to. Like one of the things I've always said is hot guys never message me. If I'm going to get a hot guy to talk to me, I have to be the not aggressor, but the guy who makes the first move. You know who messages me? Uh, disabled Filipino veterans. That's who messages me. That's who messages me on Grinder. And at some point, I have to say, because I'm busy talking to the 32-year-old personal trainer, I have to say, sorry, uh, or ignore them, or you know, and and I don't like doing that. I don't well, feel good doing that. My friend Scott um, Sater, he has the Sater Sphere podcast. We were we were talking about grinder okay. name dropper. No, it's not name dropper. I'm acknowledging right. my friend Scott, who's probably okay. listening. So hi, Scott. But he he said he has some strong feelings about grinder, and he he feels that people on grinder are are mean and there there's yes, no I'm way that people would be as nice or as mean as they are on grinder face to face and i think that you kind of touched on it cuz you're saying that you're you're mean because you're busy talking to a personal trainer or something and it's just set up to kind of force you to i don't know be not not who you are i yeah because i think everybody when i first started doing grinder i went in with good intentions and i would try and be nice to people and say like you know, I'm not interested or, you know, right. you, well, you that's, try and that that's a problem. So I get a message from somebody who I'm not interested in and I, I like physically is not going to cut it for what I'm looking for. And they say, hey, or hi, you know, what? do you just not respond? Do you immediately say not interested? And they're like, whoa, just looking to chat or be friends or something. Exactly. Exactly. Or, or do you say hi back and then you like it's almost like leading them on and. I'm going to tell you something. The reason I get anywhere on Grinder is because, and I should set up a Grinder account just so you, or well, I guess Grinder's location-based, a Scruff account. I am amazing. I am amazing at it. I'm, I am. I'm really good. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I have a good opening. Uh-huh. I'll comment on their profile. I'll say something super clever, something insightful, something witty, and then something that not forces them, but that makes them want to respond. And then I engage them in conversation. And then sometimes it goes nowhere. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they're boring. Sometimes they're just not interested, no matter how interesting I am. But the point is that, yeah, it takes a lot of work. Mine's just a joke now. I, I got rid of my picture. It's like a picture of a Starbucks cup. And it says, my... um. Description says that I'm an ex-gay Christian blogger trying to control his desire or something like that. Do people ever message you like you take you for for like they take you seriously? No, I don't think anyone even opens my thing because it's a picture of a Starbucks cup. Um, in a weird way, it's worked well for communicating with my roommate. We've <laughs> instead of like texting, we've messaged oh. on Grinder before. 
I have a good story about that, but I don't know if that's interesting because it has to do with another cousin of mine. Um, it's too, basically the long, okay, I'll tell you the headline. You tell me if you want to hear the whole story. The gay cousin I'm telling you about, Richard, we have another gay cousin. Of course who, you do. But who's younger, who's like 10 years younger than we are. And my cousin Richard bumped into him on Grinder and like exchanged some pleasantries. And then the younger one sent Richard like nude pics of no. himself. I could go into detail. You have to, you no. Have to, Why did he do that? Did he not know it was his cousin? Okay, let me tell you. No, 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 he knew. Let me tell you something. He is straight up ghetto. So Richard sees him and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, hey. And then a few seconds later, and this is on Grinder, my cousin gets a series of just nude shots of the younger cousin. Joe, why? And then the guy goes, whoops. <laughs> you know? And you're like, no. One, you maybe. Can't. Yeah, exactly. You cannot Five, send a series no. of pictures on accident. Exactly. Not right? on that. Yeah. Yeah, he's super ghetto, and you know he wanted some sort of daddy. And then, like, a few days later, texted my cousin, like, yeah, I need a real big dick. My cousin what? was like, this is not appropriate conversation. That's weird. Yes. <laughs> I, hope, I hope my cousin doesn't listen. I kind of don't want to tell him about this podcast. Well, do you do you want to keep the story in? Yeah, I don't care. What do I care? Okay. So that was my week, pretty much. Um, went on a kind of date, but not really a date. Did you guys hook up? No. Uh-uh. We didn't even, like, hold hands or nothing like that. It's dead in the water. Um, and that's pretty much it. I We celebrated Chinese New Year on Friday because I have a roommate that's Chinese. And we went to a Chinese restaurant. Do your roommates ate, know like, about your podcast? Um, They know about what some will call lies. But I haven't told them about this one. I'm not hiding it. Is your roommate straight up from, like, China? Yeah. <gasps> He's gay? Yeah. What what's so shocking about that? I don't know. But like cuz like he's like escaped from China to come like on a boat or something or how do you get here? They have airplanes that fly. But yeah, oh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just imagine everybody always comes cuz I'm Mexican. So I imagine everybody comes through some illicit means. No, I I can't imagine people just fly here and stay here. I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> he didn't have to like swim across the ocean? Uh-uh. So, that's pretty much my week. Um did you hear – there's a story in the the San Francisco Chronicle that I kind of want to tell you about and see what your if your opinion is the same as mine. So I'm just going to tell you it, and then you tell me if you think the same thing or not, okay? A group right. of San Francisco Public Utilities Commission employees – I think there's five of them – are under investigation because they've used city computers while on the clock to share porn and to visit online gambling sites and – that's pretty much the story right there, but the they're taking it very seriously and like making a, a big deal about these five people and the mayor's come out and said it's like disturbing and we have to send a strong message to everybody that this is this is not a good use of public property, basically. They're not sure if it's if it would warrant criminal charges because like child porn wasn't involved and the gamble, gambling was like technically legal. So it's not like they were doing illegal activities. It was just that they were doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing on the clock. Let me ask you an important question. Yeah. Was it straight or gay porn? Doesn't say. Doesn't say. It only says that it wasn't child porn. So. Let me ask you a different question. Was it that straight porn where the guys are gross or were they hot? <laughs> it doesn't say. Because <laughs> a friend of mine told me about this straight porn and I looked into it 
the guys are really hot. It's ridiculous how hot they are. So they make porn with unhot guys? Straight porn? Oh, straight porn is mostly disgusting guys. But now there is a trend to put better looking guys into it. Because girls are watching more porn and gay guys are watching more straight porn. So, um, but this, I mean, these guys are fucking beautiful. Like, it's ridiculous. Anyway, the point is this. I forget what they're called. I would give them a plug. That's how good they're looking there. But I can't remember. Anyway, here's the point. Um, gosh, it depends on how they found out. But, um, let's just say normal means. I mean, look, here's the deal. I'm going to sound kind of, I don't, I mean, you should, they should know better. You don't like swap porn on public computers. The gambling sites I'm not too bothered by, but this porn, I don't know, man. It seems kind of dumb. And, and like, I'm not, in other words, let me put it this way. I'm not judging them on a, a like, oh, you were watching porn, but more like, are you, are you stupid? Like, what, why would you do that? My immediate reaction was like, like, why? You know what I mean? I understand the use of porn. And I understand the use of a work computer, but I don't understand how the two cross over. What do you mean? Like, they're not masturbating at work, are they? I don't, I don't, I don't, why are you asking me? I wasn't there. It just seems... But if they were, if, if any of you are listening, please send it to my email address. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. It just seems like a lot of... I, don't, I just don't understand how... Like, why? I don't understand why. Because if I got porn when I'm sitting at my... At, the office, I wouldn't be, like, looking at it and enjoying it. I would be like, what are you doing? Why are you sending this to my work? Exactly, exactly. Because uh, I have a friend, a gay, I have a gay friend who he and I swap porn all the time. But I would never send it to his work, and I'm, nor do I think he would ever send it to my work. But um, but you know what? You and I, this, goes, this brings up a different topic, though. The way I gauge my friends is my ability to talk about porn with them. So, like, my best friends, not that we're sitting, we don't talk about porn all the time, <laughs> but I could slip easily into talking about porn. Like, oh, I saw this porn today, or this is something like that. And I've tried that with you, and you just let it fucking sit there. This is why I know you're against the story. You let it sit there, like, like it just, you, you never respond or That's anything. That's not true. That's not true at all. You, in fact, you sent me something and I made did. me watch a video. I didn't make you watch the video. You forced I just, me. <laughs> I did actually. No, that's actually my that's my that's my new fetish is forcing guys to watch porn. <laughs> did you watch that video I sent you? Yeah, but here's the problem. So Joe is like, okay, wait, no, okay, no, no, I referenced no, no, it. No, no, I referenced no, no. it. In Let an me ep- tell it. Joe's like, I'm in love with this porn star. I, we we were recording. It might have been one of the episodes that I fucked up the audio and we never used, but we were recording. You were like, I love this porn star. He can do no wrong. Every time he fucks, it's better than the last time. Blah, blah, blah. I love, I love, I love him. And then he sends me a porn. He's like, you have to watch it. And there's two guys in it. And they're like flip-flopping each other. So like each of them are doing each other. So I'm like, which of the guys is Joe in love with? Like, how am I supposed to know who this this man is? Which one did you like the most? I don't even remember. They were both fine. The end. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. His name's Calvin. Yeah, oh, I don't he's know. so hot. I swear to God. But the point is, I don't shut down and, like, refuse to talk about porn. And Mike, what are you saying? You gauge your friendships on it, so we're not we're not good friends. Mike, I brought up porn with you one time, and then I just heard the door slam, and you told me that you drove to church and went to confession. 
So I'm gonna tell you something. I had a new story. I was gonna. I'm. All, I have. I'm not even joking. The whole week, I was like, I have the greatest LA story. It was gonna be about this manhunt for this Chris Dorner guy. Yeah, who went to Cypress we could, High School. Oh, he did. Yeah, I you know because uh, f- my my middle school fed into a few different high schools. My seventh grade middle school, and Cypress is one of them. So I have a few Facebook friends that know him. He's a couple years oh. older than I am, but. So let's fill this in. So basically, it's a national story, so everyone's heard the story. But an ex-LAPD cop killed two people. In Irvine. Who were, in Irvine, who were the son, the daughter, and her fiancé of his attorney, right? He had been um, brought up on making a false report, and they fired him from the LAPD, and he blamed everybody and was going to go out and kill them. I mean, just, I mean, do I have to really go into this story that much? No. And that was a manhunt for him. Right. That was going to be the story I was going to talk about. We can talk about this, but today, today, I saw in Gawker that the high school, I went to an all-boys high school in Orange County. One of the teachers there was arrested. He was making, he made a fake Facebook profile of like a white blonde girl (gasps) and was like talking to underage boys as, as this girl and getting them to send him nude pictures. Oh, my God. And wait, what was he arrested for? Oh, nude pictures. Yeah. Got it. That's pretty intense. When I worked for a youth-serving nonprofit, we had to explicitly write into our handbook one year that we you're not allowed to communicate with members on, online. And we even explicitly said that you can't create fake profiles to communicate with them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you wrote that in there? Yeah, it's in our handbook. Well, why did you know to do that? Well, our lawyers told us to. Oh, but. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so this guy's arrested, but that was where I went That's to high school. crazy. Did you know that teacher? No, he just started working there in 2008. He's 30. Aww. Here's the deal. Not even cute. He's not cute? No. Look 50. <laughs> That's just too bad. And it's, it's a kind of fascinating to me because it's like a new problem. This is a problem that didn't exist 10 years ago where people could do this i know and i want to know like how There's, is he getting them to talk to him like he's just like hey i'm random facebook girl <laughs> how you well, doing teenagers are really weird though if there's like a nice looking main photo they'll add everybody so he could oh. easily like create a fake identity just by friending a hundred people and in a weekend he'll have he'll look like a real person you know but who would want to talk to these annoying kids? Ugh. I know. Seriously. But there's been a problem I've seen where there was a really good, I think it was New York Times article, but the, about a school where uh, students were creating um, Facebook profiles or Facebook accounts for their school administrators and teachers and then, like, taking photos of them and posting them and then like having them say ridiculous things and making fun of them as and it's kind of witty and funny to me but I could kind of see how it's a problem too I guess but it's it's been a problem and this is another thing that wasn't a problem 10 years ago but I'm going to tell you something I really really hated hearing the story as scandalous as it was because I was very like there was a part of me that was like Ugh, why did he have to be gay? It's always a gay guy. True. He's always a gay guy. And then also there's a part of me too, this is a weird thing, like, 
Remember how I told – I don't know if I, I told this story in the podcast, but how, like, when I'm at a supermarket, I'll avoid going down the yeah. same aisle as a child because I don't want yeah. the perception. It's the same thing where, for a long time, I was a tutor and I worked with high school kids. And I recently came out to the kids what, four or five years mm-hmm. ago. You know, I came, I mean, I was out, but I was out at work for the first time. And I've never had a problem. But I feel like a story like this makes all the kids question their interaction with me. Does that yeah, make any sense? Kind of. But I mean, you're not, it, you're not being secretive and like doing this creepy thing. No, no, no. You're, you're no. being open and being you, so. I know, but I wonder if, I mean, I, I think I just think, I think, you know, here's the problem. I'm always thinking that everybody's thinking about me 100% of the time. <laughs> I know. So I see a story like this, I'm like, oh, well, everybody's thinking about me now. Right. You know, they saw this story, so now they're thinking about Joe. But yeah, that totally, totally is a scandalous story. Let's get back to the manhunt. Do you think they're ever going to find him? I don't know. I thought the last, I mean, when I was online, I think this weekend, they had like some hotel in San Diego surrounded. Oh, yeah. He wasn't in it. But I'm going to tell you something. Look, we need to separate his crimes from everything else. So, look, this man should be brought to justice. He killed two innocent people. I mean, they weren't people who had anything to do with him, you know. And you shouldn't be murdering people anyway. He also murdered a cop. And, look, this guy should be brought to justice and he's a lunatic. But I read the story about what the LAPD, why he, you know, he's mad because he felt the LAPD wrongly fired him. Mm-hmm. He's kind of right. Like, you read it and you're like, the LAPD really fucked him over. You know John from Secretly Timid? I don't know him personally, but I know who you're talking about. He has he has the same opinion. He kind of said that he he feels weird communicating it, but he agrees with a lot of the things in the I guess manifesto or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Well, that's what I love about the manifesto. It's like I will rain terror on the people who brought this injustice to me. Lisa Lampanelli, you're cool. <laughs> you know, you're like what? Does it really say Lisa Lampanelli? Yes. <laughs> And like, have you read it? Uh, no, no, I haven't read it. He, yeah, he Carrot named top. comedian. I love it when you have the Michael. You're you think you're being funny? That's really in there. Like he loves Larry David. Um, that's why Charlie Sheen said, "Call me." Did you see that in the news? No. Oh yeah, Charlie Sheen put it out there. Like, hey man, you should call me and we'll work this out because he mentions Charlie Sheen and how much he likes Charlie Sheen. Like the manifesto is crazy. Like, but how's the guy gonna call Charlie Sheen? I don't know. I think is he in the white pages. I don't know. I think he could get a hold of him. But the point is this. Yes, the LAPD fucked him over hardcore. The other thing is, too, look, and once again, I'm not saying this and I think that this guy is innocent. I think this guy did very wrong things and should be brought to justice. Because another part of the story is that the LAPD just shot up these two women in a car because they thought it was him. And you got to think about this. You have to say, like, this is what's going to happen. Is they're, they're going to violate this guy's civil rights, whether he's guilty or not, you know, that's, that's for the courts to figure out. And you have these police running around like lunatics, shooting people up because they're basically going to be like, you killed a cop, man. Right. Sh- well, that's, that's a very common problem is when somebody kills a cop, they're, they're going down. So when the cops do find them, it's not like they're treating them nicely. You know, and I'm not even saying you have to be nice to the guy, but you don't just start shooting at him. I mean, that's that really is violating his civil rights. So I I, I want to see how this ends. 
I'm curious too. I think well, there's been talks like he's talked about getting a boat to Mexico. Did you see that? No. Or something. Is it a there big was boat? some detail about like how he had plans to get a boat to Mexico. I don't know. Don't I? I don't know much of the story, so I probably should not talk too much about it. But I I think there. I mean, there's a chance if they haven't found him yet that he might just like escape into another country and we might never see the guy again. Well, remember how he wrote, lit, lit his truck on fire in the mountains? In Big Bear? Yes. I, the whole time I was like, you dummies, he's not there. That was all, a, 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 I think, like a movie now. I'm like, that was a decoy. He's somewhere, <laughs> he's like in Northridge or Tarzana. So that's my thing on that. How about the Pope retiring? What about that? That's interesting. And it's kind of relevant to what we were talking about before, right? Why? Well, because didn't he say, like, there's, like, he just can't, it's too much for him to handle right now. I'll tell you what it is. I have a theory. My theory is this this Pope, this Benedict, right? Benny. Benny, Pope Benny. He's super, super, super conservative Catholic. And the reason I really think he retired, like, I do think he's old and he's sick and he doesn't have that much time left. But if he retires, he can have a say on who they choose for the next Pope. Oh. But if he's, like, comatose and dead. Yeah, he won't. So now you can say, like, look, motherfuckers. I want another conservative guy like me. Mm. I want you guys to vote him in. He can like pick. He can basically pick who he wants to replace him. Right. And I think he's such a, a crazy Catholic that he's. I mean, you, I mean, you don't get more Catholic than the Pope. Right. He. I think he wants to have influence on that decision because obviously he does care about the church, whether you agree with him or not. And so he's going to want to have compel to that. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get that. That's what I think the theory is. And it's like the first time in six or seven hundred years, right? That somebody's just given their two weeks notice. Yes. Well, you know what's so funny? They put on this uh, this article I read about how they're like, oh, all the comedians were weighing in. And then somebody, oh, Piers Morgan. God, I hate that. I, I hate Piers Morgan. They called Piers Morgan a comedian? No, I forgot. I, that was some oh. other thing. But anyway, Piers Morgan was like, He's re- he's quitting because he's retiring. Well, the the queen's a year older than him, and she's still going, or two years older than him. And I was like, one, what the fuck does the queen do? I will say this: the pope actually does run the fucking church. One, two, yeah, and she should quit too. <laughs> like that poor Charles, man. That poor fucking Charles. He's gonna be king for like a day and then die. Probably he might die before her. <sighs> Wouldn't that be horrible? I never got to be king, man. <laughs> and she's just going strong. Just just like, oh, hello. Just going around. Do you have anything planned for next week? Next week? Oh, yeah. Well, what are you doing on Valentine's Day? Just going to turn my lights off and cry. I'm going to tell you something, though. That might be a good day to turn the grinder on. Oh, yeah. You can get laid like crazy I'm, on the grinder. I really think, Joe, it makes me feel like a bad person. No, no that's why it. I quit. That's why I quit. I That's why I quit. to do with it. I mean, we could talk about this further later because I don't know how interesting it is to everybody. But, like, I was – I literally went through this crisis because I was like, I'm hurting people's feelings. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm hurting people's feelings. But I also – when I say, sign on and I see the same 10 people in the same Ugh, mile I radius, I just feel like – Oh, tell me about like, it. I know it's gross. Because I look at them, I'm like, how fucking pathetic. And then I realize that I am also equally. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, there's Starbucks cup again. <laughs> uh, that so, guy. Probably no grinder on Valentine's Day. In fact, my single roommate Mario is going to be. We're probably going to cook, and 
watch some bad TV, Real Housewives of somewhere or something. What are you doing for Valentine's Day, though? I don't know. Nothing. Cooking vegan food and being an idiot. Um, but not, you know what? I've never really been into Valentine's Day. I'm not in holidays that are so – and I'm not – look. Okay, I have to say two things. One, on the one hand, I'm not one of those guys, oh, I hate holidays that are so commercial, right? But on the other hand, side, I'm not like, why am I going to pay extra for this dinner or this whatever because it's one day I'll, – I'll, I'll go on the 15th. Because I was telling someone – I'm not even joking. If I was dating somebody – and they bought me roses on Valentine's Day. I'd be like, you're a fucking idiot. By the way, <laughs> yeah. now, we, now we know why I'm not dating anyone. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Get me roses tomorrow when you can get me three dozen for the same price. Sure. Or no roses at all. Like, cause they're yeah, exactly. stupid anyway. Yeah. I, I, I understand you. Yeah. Like, you can get me two pounds of chocolate on Friday for like a dollar. I mean, that shit, they slash the prices on those things. Right. I'd rather have more for less. Like, it's so stupid. But what, I'm gonna go to Sizzler and pay forty. <laughs> Sizzler. By the way, uh, the idea of a romantic meal to me is Sizzler. <laughs> I, I need to pay extra money for the all-you-can-eat salad bar and Sunday bar on a Valentine's Day. Fuck that. Um, I am going on Wednesday, the thirteenth. I'm going to a play called The Wild Bride at the Berkeley Rep. Um, my friend Peter, who's on the Life of the Shitless podcast, if you is want that to. is that is that what we're doing now? Is this is this the new thing that we just plug other podcasts? It's a if I have a friend who has a podcast, why would I not say the name of that podcast? Uh, okay, you know, um, before you say that, um, I was hanging out with my friend Ira. He has his podcast called This American Life. Uh, Check it out. Really Ira Glass good. spoke in Berkeley last night. Actually, did you go? No, and oh, we should maybe talk about that tonight. Was the Moth in San Francisco? Oh, why didn't you go? Because I have work to do. I have when we hang up, I have to. I have a story that is due today, so I'm and I haven't even started it. I've done all the interviews, but no writing, so I have to do that. And she texts me today, and she's like, "Hey, are we still on for the moth tonight?" And she bought the ticket, so I'm like oh, gonna pay girl. her for the ticket. But hopefully, she said she'll try to find somebody else. But so I'm going with Peter, that Peter G from the Life on the Ship Shitless podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to the Wild Bride at the Berkeley rep this week. So that's on my list. Not doing anything romantic for Valentine's Day is on my list. And that's it. I'm going to Vegas, not this coming weekend, but the following one. So this weekend I will be preparing. I'm going to do like a little. Oh, how is your color run train going? Um, I haven't run once. <laughs> I rode my bike once, but I haven't run once. So there you go. So I guess we should end this, yeah? Yeah, I gotta think of a okay. Sayonara, sucker. That should be my sign off. Don't you think? No. <laughs> Goodbye, Joe. Adios. Thanks for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Head over to cupodcast.com to find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages. And while you're there, grab our email address and send us a hey. Come back next week to hear Joe and Mike catching up. Ain't nobody got time for that.